Dollars and Cents with Hapo Community Credit Union helps empower our listeners to achieve financial success while living for today and planning for tomorrow. This podcast focuses on financial education, community support, fraud prevention, real-life stories of financial transformation, and much more. Hapo Community Credit Union serves Washington and Oregon with over 18 locations. Bank on more when you bank with us. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dollars and Cents, Hapo Community Credit Union's financial literacy podcast. Today, we're joined by Susie and Tani of Hapo's Asset Recovery Department. Susie, you're an analyst, and Tani, you are the Asset Recovery Manager. Today, if you guys couldn't figure it out from that, we are going to be talking about asset recovery, or as some people know it, collections. Ladies, welcome. Hello. (laughs) So I give the two names there uh, that people might know the departments by. We refer to it as asset recovery. Other people out there probably know it more as collections or fear it as collections, almost like the IRS and tax season, the, the boogeyman. Talk to me a little bit about what your department does and how you guys view the work that you do. So we um, very much live the HAPO brand in our collection uh, practices. So anything that you might have in your mind where it's third-party collections or if you've been contacted, called multiple times, um, we do it very differently. So um, we come from a place of member service. So um, we're just like you. We go through hard times and... um, You know, we're there to really try to see you through any hardship and get you back on your feet. And um, so our collections is that's where we um, really start from is is the hapo value of member service and prioritizing um, retaining our membership as well. So you guys don't say drive the tow truck, swoop in to pick up somebody's car while they're in the middle of gassing it up at a gas station. The type of videos that you might see on social media that draw attention from these crazy stunt driver antics of of people picking up or repossessing a vehicle you guys don't do that type of stuff this isn't stunt work no not at all (laughs) (laughs) we work in the office yes um and it was funny because we actually had somebody apply for a position one time and that's what they thought they thought that we'd be driving around and picking up cars and that's definitely not what we do we hire a company for that so all our efforts are um just calling people um we have different methods we text email um, we can chat but um, primarily we are old school so we try to get the member on the phone and hear their story and see what we can do to help them um i think a customized plan nothing um works necessarily for everyone yeah so uh we just like to hear their story and see what we can do to help them So we're looking more at, hey, what happened? Why are you, in this situation, we're looking behind on payments, uh, something in the negative, in the red. Uh, So what happened? What's the situation? We want to know. We want to help because we don't want to have to go repossess people's cars or houses or anything like that. We want them to succeed just like we want everybody else in our lives to succeed. Yes, that's the last thing we want to do is repossess someone's vehicle or foreclose on their home so we want them to call in we want them to ask for help and so we want to get the backstory and figure out okay how can we get you back on track you know setting up payment arrangements um kind of guiding them like hey this is what i would do you know if i want to get myself caught up 
Okay. So let's talk about some of the situations that might get people to, to show up uh, in your department where you're reaching out to them to try and figure out what's going on. What are the typical uh, life situations that you guys run into in your day-to-day work? Health. Something serious is happening. They just got diagnosed with cancer. Um, major expense. Major, major, big expenses. Um, and they, you know, are no longer going to be able to have, um, be able to afford the vehicle, or I'm sorry, the, the payment, um, or have income coming in because they're no longer able to work. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like a big medical expense or a big, say, uh, even an, an unexpected injury or yes. something along those lines that would make it difficult or impossible even to go to work. Mm-hmm. to collect a paycheck as well as additional costs on top of that life happens type mm-hmm. of situations and in this particular case very bad situations of life happens yeah and i would say 90 percent of uh the situations that come up from our members are not self-induced it's definitely mm-hmm. something that's unpredictable like divorce or mm-hmm. unemployment being laid off um i know that our, you know, our area has been faced with wildfires. So, oh, yeah. um, you're not being able to go to work or having to pri- reprioritize um, finances to, you know, rebuild your home if um, that was the case. So, I would say a 90% is definitely relatable circumstances that have them behind. Yeah. So, a major change, like when you go and get yourself a car loan or a mortgage, you're looking 5, 15, 30 years in the future, assuming that your financial situation isn't going to worsen, hopefully only getting better so you can afford these things. And if suddenly you lose 80% of your income or something along those lines due to, say, divorce or uh, needing to change jobs or unexpectedly being laid off, Mm -hmm. something along those lines, suddenly your financial outlook has very much changed and it's not something that you were planning. No, and that's why uh, we always encourage people to reach out because we definitely have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned before like customizing payment arrangements, um, you know, and committing to something that you can really afford. I think sometimes it's easy to say, yes, I'll pay that when you know maybe you can't. Um, So just really being honest with what other financial obligations that you have, Um, when you're calling us, letting us know really what the scope of your finances are so that we can say, okay, this will work for you and we can, you know, make it work for the next three months to get you back on your feet. Now, you said something in there that really rung with me. Be honest about your situation. Don't uh, let ego play into this effectively. Take a look at what your financial responsibilities are, what you have available to you and commit to something that you can honestly commit to, not something that you think they want you to say. Yes, absolutely. I, and, I, and it's very easy to, to agree to something, especially like, hey, can we need a payment on this day? Can you do it? And you're like, yeah, I can do it. And then things happen or maybe you can't. And I think um, just really being honest with your situation, especially if we're seeing multiple broken arrangements, um, you know, maybe we'll be less inclined to give you that extra couple of weeks because we haven't seen that commitment from you. So I think whatever you um, can afford, be honest with us. Mm-hmm. And that way we can say, okay, let, we know what the member um, can pay. And so let's see what we can do. Now, one of the things um, that I'm kind of hearing here is there's a certain amount of leniency, leverage, what's the word that I'm looking for? Latitude 
uh, in making arrangements with somebody to get something done. Um, and it sounds like if somebody is being honest and making an arrangement and keeping with that mm -hmm. arrangement, that they're more likely to receive that type of latitude to work with someone. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we can't help the member that doesn't talk with us, right? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't call us back. We can't help you. Um, we can only really help the members that reach back out to us and, and let us know their story so that we can um, see what we can do and be, and be lenient because that's definitely like where we come from first is, okay, what can we do? This is what they're working with. When somebody has that type of latitude and leniency, what ends up happening um, with their loan? So I've got a car loan. I've fallen behind because I had an injury. I was out riding my bike and got hit by a car. And now my leg's injured and I can't go to work, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever the story happens to be, I need to get in touch with you guys. We come up with a plan that says, hey, I can't make my regular payment because work uh, and income has changed. Um, what am I looking at as far as how that impacts my loan overall? Well, once they make contact, we'll review the loan. Um, we're going to try to keep them in, let's say, their, their vehicle or if it's an RV. Um, there could be a late fee, but mm -hmm. we could work with you on possibly waiving the late fee because we know that you're trying to make an effort. You're communicating and you're setting arrangements. And as long as you fulfill those arrangements, um, they need to see us that, you know, we're willing to work with them as well and do something for them, uh, you know, also preventing, possibly preventing a, a late credit reporting. But the loan itself, we're mm -hmm. not changing any of the terms on the loan. We're working as far as the, the like, the interest is still accumulating mm -hmm. because it's a loan. It's going to have an interest rate. Uh, and we're, we're working to avoid as far as minimum payments and missed payments and the the latitude that we get. If I'm reaching out to you at right at the, right out of the gate, being like, "Hey, I know I owe this this month. I'm not actually late yet. Um, I might have some trouble making this payment. What can we do?" Now we're talking about, okay, I've given you fair warning, mm -hmm. so hopefully we can work together as far as no late fees. So mm -hmm. we already know that I'm having troubles making a payment, which hopefully we're going to make a plan. I'm going to get out of this situation. Then everything gets back on track. That's the goal, right? Right. So we do offer um, the trouble debt rewrite. And again, it's not something that we promote. A lot of people don't know about it unless you call us and ask for help and say, hey, this is you know something that we can offer. Um, it's possible that the term, the the rate, the term and the rate may change just because we're, you know, let's say it's a $500 payment and they're only able to commit to $250. Mm -hmm. So we're going to review the whole loan and then um, it can change. Okay. But that's an agreement that, you know, if they need help for six months, hey, I'm able to pay, you know, $250 for six months. And then after that is when, you know, I should be able to return back to work and then we can continue. We can review the loan then and then... Um, so adjust the, loan, the and, loan and find a way to make a $250 payment on the loan work with new terms, effectively refinancing that loan. Yeah, and I like what mm -hmm. you said about contacting us early. It's so much easier to figure out a plan before the loan is 60 days late because yeah. then we're a little bit more limited on like 
really what we can offer. Mm -hmm. So the sooner you can call us and let us know what's going on, the better, because it might just be something like a refinance. So Mm -hmm. let's get you over to our applications team before you get a late pay on your credit and maybe your um, eligibility to refinance is lessened. So let's do that. Or maybe you can be eligible for a skip payment. So that's a deferment on your loan. So again, if you're 30 days late, you're not going to be eligible for that skip. So Contacting us early is really uh, important. Um, we offer a 15-day grace period on all our loans, so you usually have that um, that you can rely mm-hmm. on because a lot of members are calling us, oh, I'm going to be late, you know, five days. Hey, don't worry about it. Yep. Take the time you know, right. that you need. Um, and then, yeah, we get we work in more serious things like um, Susie mentioned, the trouble debt rewrites. Um, that's for, like, pretty extreme hardships. But mm-hmm. within that range, okay, yeah, you're going to be 30 days late for the next two months. But after that payment, that next payment comes in, we can give you a skip. So there are things definitely down the line, too. Uh, if it's just going to be a couple of months to get you current, waiving late fees is um, definitely something that we do Um I think Capo pretty. I guess they you they don't calculate late fees like incredibly expensive fees. Yes. So like I'm not worried about waiving a ten dollar late fee. So mm-hmm. yeah, you mentioned in the beginning of that uh, sixty days. We like if you're if you're more than sixty days, and then uh, what is some of the time frames where obviously we want people to reach out as soon as they know something may or may not be happening. But if something is slid and we're at 60 days, what are kind of some of the hurdles that now you have to go through for somebody who's that late? Obviously at 30 days missed, loan payment deferral uh, is a thing that's out the window, but what what are we getting into further on? I think it's um, after 60 days, you know, it's easy to just chase that next payment and just trying to get that next payment in to avoid further action, whatever that may be. Um, So it's just a little bit harder to like make a plan that's long term Mm -hmm. doesn't mean we can't do it i mean it's really again up to the member and like what they can afford um we always start with okay what are your paydays let's look at that let's Mm -hmm. look at the calendar again if it's just an extension um this one time we can probably do it um but if it's something long term okay let's look what we can do maybe making a half a payment more so okay um we offer partial payments so that's a different definitely a, diff- a way to get caught up as well. So it kind of comes back to that whole, uh, you're working with us as opposed to you haven't bothered to reach out. There's multiple things that have happened as opposed to, hey, I know I'm going to be late this one time. What can we do about it? Now you're, it comes back to that uh, that latitude and the leniency that we talked about. If you're working with us, then we can give you a little bit more. We have more options, but if it's gone this long, you haven't made a plan. We don't know how reliable you're going to be. It's just multiple months worth of bad record, if right. you will. Yeah, and I we have such a mutual interest in getting our members, one, to pay, but also to keep their vehicles mm-hmm. or what have you. We're not a third-party collection set um, doesn't have any skin in the game, right? So this is money that we lent. Um, and so if a member defaults or stops paying, that's a loss to our bottom line. So we are definitely invested in the success of our members just from that point of view, but also just the wellness of um our credit union mm-hmm. and having lower the lowest delinquency that we can have. Yeah. And the credit union movement's entire motto is people helping people. That's yes. what we are trying to do is actually help people out here. 
Uh, let's go on. Let's see what we've got as far as like some actual stories of some situations that you guys have dealt with. Uh, success stories, because everybody loves a good success story. Do you have any that you can share? I would say I dealt with this member over in the Seattle area and we made just arrangements just every month. You know, we kept him out of repossession and he was just call me and like, hey, you know, we're going to make a payment. I kind of built like a personal relationship with mm-hmm. this guy and uh, with this member. I'm sorry. Um, and just when you build a relationship, I feel like you want them that you get them to communicate more with you. And they call in like, hey, I know she's going to work with me. You know, yeah, you're but, on a team um, at this point. I eventually just kind of I think every month I took a payment from this guy, from this member until it was paid off. So how long, how long did that last? A few years. A few years. A few years. So regular check-ins, again, mm-hmm. communication is key, oh, talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're on, like, it feels more like a team effort at that mm-hmm. point. You make a relationship with them. Right. Uh, and you know who you're going to call in and talk to about this. They know your situation. Mm-hmm. And you get a, a bit of a rapport as far as, hey, this person isn't judging based on this. We're working together. We're, we're going to succeed in mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and we have um, one of our gals set up an arrangement with a member, and it took uh, it's twenty five dollars a week towards their charge off balance, and I think it took them ten years to pay it off. But every single week, the member paid the twenty five dollars, and at the end, we were so excited to call the member and say, "You are done. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> completed your arrangement. This is paid off. Like, let's move on." And um, I think also like really important is that. Hey, you know, you know, you want another loan with us? Like, we're really willing to do that. Oh, so yeah. it's never like burning really bridges. I think it's um, let's figure out how to, you know, take care of the any outstanding balance or anything that you owe, and then you know, rebuild that relationship with us and continue to lend. And mm. ten years—that is a long <laughs> commitment. That is five hundred and twenty payments, if my math is uh, quick and correct, on ten years <laughs> weekly. Uh, That is commitment to a plan (laughs) is what that is. I think too, and just, you know, um, the member buying into, you know, the relationship with us Mm -hmm. and saying, Hey, I, I fell on hard times. This happened. This is my reality, but I can, you know, pay $25 a week. Um, and until I'm out of it and we were happy to do that. Nice. It's always great to hear stories of, uh, coming to a conclusion where people can actually commit to a plan because one, making that plan is one thing. Like we mm-hmm. said, be honest about what you can do and then committing to doing that and following through, which then eventually gets you out. Eventually, in this particular case, 10 years, that is a legitimate commitment right there to habit and continued work with that. Uh, love to hear things like that. I would say a story of what not to do um, is important too because we do have a lot of members that I would say fall for these debt settlement companies. Um, and uh, I think you've probably heard it on the radio saying, <laughs> you know, you don't have to pay all your debt. Like we can, uh, you have a right to settle your debt. And I guess a lot of people have rights to do what they want to do, but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the best thing for you financially. And so I would always caution uh, any member that's um, thinking about settlement. Um, it will uh, detrimentally affect your credit. You will lose the relationship you have with your credit union or bank. Mm-hmm. Um, it will report to your credit. And really, I don't think you necessarily save on the long term because of the um, 
negative impact it has just on your whole financial well-being. I was going to say, they don't exactly advertise that side of things, <laughs> the negative impact to your credit score, your your relationships mm-hmm. with people, the fact that it is, what, probably a major cost right out front to, to handle that? Yeah, and I think with the settlement companies, you pay them and then they bank the money and then they propose a settlement to us when I think um, just contacting us, making arrangements with us directly, um, that way it saves you from any sort of charge off or um, even possible legal action because of you stop paying. Now, along with making a plan of action, sticking to it, uh, and of course not going and doing these things that are going to damage your relationship, what sort of resources uh, do we have available for people uh, for this? I know we've done uh, episodes with our financial coaches. I'm sure that's a that's a tool out there for everybody. What what do we have available for uh, members? and non-members alike, I guess, uh, if you find yourself in a situation like this? Um, Well, you know, when they contact us and they say, hey, I need help, or I'm just having trouble, you know, uh, paying on my debt, um, or want to consolidate my debt, um, we can, you know, we work with GreenPath. We can uh, refer them to them, and then they can figure out, you know, sort of uh, payment plan. Okay, and who exactly is GreenPath? It's a debt management company. Um, that we partner with. So it's free to our memberships. You call them and um, discuss your budget and your mm-hmm. uh, financial obligations, and they can help you set up a payment plan to okay. uh, be able to you know, stop accruing debt and then start paying down. We also have um, financial counselors within our department mm-hmm. and within our branch, um, and you don't have to have any HEPA membership to uh, reach out to them. So um, we have uh, you know, a skilled team of 15 asset recovery specialists that are um, trained to customize mm-hmm. payment plans as well. So um, if necessarily you don't want to reach out to, uh, you know, a company or anything, you can just reach out to us directly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got resources in-house, obviously the asset recovery team, as you mentioned, uh, financial counselors or financial coaching that we offer uh, at all the branches, if I'm not mistaken. We have, uh, I think last count I saw was over 125 certified financial coaches on staff. Um, And then GreenPath, which is Mm -hmm. a third-party company, uh, debt consolidation, not consolidation, that's the wrong word, (laughs) debt debt management (laughs) solutions, uh, and other external resources. I know that um, we have some information about them on our website uh, that people can go uh, look up and see. Would they be a resource for people to leverage early on to keep themselves from getting it preventative measures? Yeah, absolutely. So we um, always try to contact our members via email letter early on. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you do find yourself past you, you're going to get a letter from us um, with options. So one, to reach out to us directly and then with the resource of GreenPath. And it's really uh, easy and convenient. You uh, can contact us by phone, text, Mm -hmm. secure messaging, chat on our website as well. So if you're a little bit nervous about calling. I mean, I know that I hate calling places. So uh, sometimes chat is easier. So you, yeah, so reach out to us and we can refer you to anything. And then um, all the information's on our website too. 
all sorts of channels to reach people where they live. Uh, I've had conversations about that before as far as uh, technology in banking, uh, being able to communicate with people on the platform that they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is as comfortable, like you mentioned, having a a phone call in a situation. Maybe you feel nervous. Maybe you feel a little uh, awkward about announcing your situation to somebody over the phone. And text or chat is going to be easier to just type it out and hit enter as opposed to having that conversation with somebody. So all sorts of available tools and avenues to have these conversations Mm -hmm. to reach out and communicate. Uh, Any last thoughts before we sign off, ladies? I would just say um, I think it's important before you you see yourself maybe in collections is the preventable measures that you can take um, to avoid being in collections. And I think that can just start from the first time you purchase your loan. So maybe that's um, purchasing gap insurance um, or that's a service contract. So if your vehicle breaks down, you have a resource to fix it without coming out of um, pocket for Mm -hmm. those repairs. Um, Being able to afford the insurance. So a lot of people don't consider uh, their monthly payment uh, in addition to their insurance. So that can be quite a hefty uh, cost, especially um, depending on the make and model of your vehicle, um, your driving record. Mm -hmm. So maybe you uh, are at the max top of your budget at, you know, $300 uh, for a monthly payment, but then you have your $100 car insurance. So then... Now you're well above your yes. your monthly expenditure. Yes. So Hapo does require insurance on their vehicles. So that can kind of sometimes get members into a little hot water if their insurance lapses. So uh, maintaining insurance on the vehicle. Um, we also offer like debt protection. So um, that is uh, something directly with Hapo. So if mm-hmm. you're unemployed, there's protection that okay. you can uh, file a claim. Um, or if one of the members um, is deceased or uh, passes away, there's that type of protection. So I think all of those things before you get your loan is something to consider um, just to help you out when life happens and that unexpected happens. Yeah, I mean, we have conversations about budgeting and about emergency funds and planning for things like this. And like we mentioned, sometimes those those plans, the catastrophic events mm-hmm. happen and maybe your $1,000 emergency savings fund just isn't going to cover exactly that. But that's part of why it's there is to help you through some of those bumps in the road if you can do that. But all of these other resources you mentioned are also there so that you can help plan ahead and kind of smooth out any of those bumps in the road. Yeah, and then, I mean, if the unexpected does happen, we just want to encourage you to call us. Um, uh, We have a really um, great team. Um, We have a lot of experience in dealing with many different hardships. So Mm -hmm. uh, just give us a call and talk with us. Yeah, sounds like this is exactly the type of group that if you are in hot water, you want to reach out and work with as opposed to be concerned about. You are not scary, like I thought when we uh, scheduled this. uh, (laughs) Everybody out there listening, uh, contact, communication is key. Yes, Get in touch and get in touch early so that a plan can be put in place before anything bad happens. Ladies, thank you very much for joining me in the studio today. It was a pleasure to get to chat with you about asset recovery. And for everybody out there, this has been another episode of Dollars and Cents, Happy Community Credit Union's Financial Literacy Podcast. Until next time.